0: Coming up on 10-Minute News Special Edition. US cities assess protest damage amid another day of unrest. Journalists report and record being shot at, arrested and intimidated. And NASA astronauts arrive at the ISS, courtesy of private spaceflight. It's Monday, June 1. I'm Anthony Davis. America's cities boarded up windows, swept up glass and covered graffiti on Sunday as the country's most significant night of protests in a half century promised to spill into another day of unrest, fueled by the killings of black people at the hands of police. The turbulence sparked by the death of George Floyd, a black man who died after being pinned under the knee of a white Minneapolis police officer, shook not only the streets of New York and Los Angeles, but dozens of smaller communities, such as Fargo, North Dakota, and Lincoln, Nebraska. The damage extended even to buildings near the White House." Peaceful protests involving tens of thousands of people on Saturday gave way, in some places, to rioting, looting and violence, with police vehicles torched, stores emptied and objects hurled at officers. The police response varied from restrained to aggressive, with officers at times firing tear gas and rubber bullets. Disgust over generations of racism in a country founded by slaveholders Combined with a string of recent high-profile killings to stoke the anger Three months before Floyd's death, Armored Arbery was fatally shot As he jogged through a Georgia neighbourhood a white father and son are charged in the slaying. A month after Aubrey was killed, an EMT named Briona Taylor was shot eight times by Louisville, Kentucky narcotics detectives who knocked down her front door. No drugs were found in her home.' Adding to that was angst from months of lockdowns brought on by the coronavirus pandemic, which has disproportionately hurt communities of colour, not only in terms of infections, but in job losses and economic stress. The scale of the protests sweeping from coast to coast and unfolding on a single night rivaled the historic demonstrations of the civil rights and Vietnam War eras. Curfews were imposed in major cities around the U.S., including Atlanta, Chicago, Denver, Los Angeles, San Francisco and Seattle. About 5,000 National Guard soldiers and airmen were activated in 15 states and Washington, D.C. In Minneapolis, the city where the protests began, police, state troopers and aggressive National Guard members moved in soon after an 8pm curfew took effect to break up demonstrations, but were also filmed shooting at homeowners on a quiet residential street. Donald Trump appeared to cheer on the tougher tactics, commending the National Guard deployment in Minneapolis and declaring no games – before tweeting a claim on Sunday that the USA was designating the anti-fascist movement as a terrorist organisation. Presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden condemned the violence as he continued to express common cause with those demonstrating after Floyd's death. The act of protesting should never be allowed to overshadow the reason we protest, Biden said in a late-night statement, before walking out amongst crowds himself. County Commissioner Angela Connolly said demonstrations and confrontations with police would continue until the other three officers who were at the scene when Floyd was pinned down are arrested and prosecuted. The officer who put his knee on Floyd's neck, Derek Chauvin, was charged last week with murder. All four officers have been fired. Journalists covering the protests have reported being shot at, tear gassed and arrested, as well as being intimidated by crowds. More than 50 incidents of violence and harassment against media workers were reported on social media and in news outlets throughout the weekend. They included the blinding of Linda Tirado, a freelance photojournalist and activist who was hit in the eye with a non-lethal round while covering unrest in Minneapolis the arrest of HuffPost US reporter Chris Mathias during protests in New York, and the shooting of the Swedish foreign correspondent Nina Svanberg, who was struck in the leg by several rubber bullets on Friday night. They're citing us in, a member of a CBS News crew was heard saying, in another incident in Minneapolis on Saturday, as police fired rubber bullets at the team, who said they were wearing press credentials and carrying large cameras. David Kaye, the UN Special Rapporteur on Freedom of Expression, said the reports of attacks on journalists were appalling and must be condemned and perpetrators held accountable. They are a repudiation of fundamental rights enjoyed by all Americans under the Constitution and human rights law, he said. Poor training combined with incessant attacks by Trump on the press as an enemy no doubt contributes to an environment ready for such abuse. The US president has regularly called the media the enemy of the people, including in a tweet he posted on Saturday. In tweets on Sunday, Trump again blamed anarchists and the media for fueling the violence. Attorney General William Barr pointed a finger at far-left extremist groups. Police chiefs and politicians around the country accused outsiders of coming in and causing the problem. The original focus of the protests had the potential to be lost in the haze of looting. The press freedom group Reporters Without Borders ranked the US 48th in the world in its 2019 index, down three places as a result of growing abuse of journalists in the country. Never before have US journalists been subjected to so many death threats or turned so often to private security firms for protection, the report said. The majority of the most recent incidents appeared to be perpetrated by police, but at least two involved crowds. Many of Saturday's attacks were filmed by the reporters involved. In his footage, the Vice News correspondent Michael Anthony Adams could be heard shouting press repeatedly as an officer approached him with his gun raised. I'm press, he said. I don't care, the officer replied. He was pepper sprayed while lying on the ground shortly afterwards. The investigative reporter Ryan Rache said that he'd been standing with other journalists in Minneapolis in what he thought was a safe area when police started targeting the group. We kept saying we're media, he said. Police tear-gassed and pepper-sprayed the entire group. The constant denigration of the news media by the President of the United States over three years has filtered down to the front line, undermining press freedom and ultimately... American democracy itself. SpaceX delivered two astronauts to the International Space Station for NASA on Sunday, following up an historic liftoff with an equally smooth docking in yet another first for Elon Musk's company. With test pilots Doug Hurley and Bob Behnken poised to take over manual control if necessary, the SpaceX Dragon capsule pulled up to the station and docked automatically no assistance needed. The hatches swung open a few hours later and the two Dragon Riders floated into the orbiting lab and embraced the three station residents. Unlike the SpaceX and NASA flight control rooms where everyone was spaced well apart, there was no social distancing or masks needed in orbit. It was the first time a privately built and owned spacecraft carried astronauts to the space station in its more than 20 years of existence. NASA considers this the opening volley in a business revolution encircling Earth and eventually stretching to the Moon and Mars The docking occurred barely 19 hours after a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket blasted off on Saturday afternoon from Kennedy Space Center The nation's first astronaut launch to orbit from home soil in nearly a decade Despite the coronavirus pandemic, thousands jammed surrounding beaches, bridges and towns as SpaceX ended a nine-year launch drought for NASA. The achievement, years in the making, is expected to drive down launch costs so the rich might be able to afford a ticket to space in the coming years. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please leave a review on iTunes Podcasts or Amazon. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily.